So we just record what we talk about. Yeah, it sounds good. T- testing, testing. <laughs> One, 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 one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or eight, eight, eight. Yeah. <laughs> I have a nice thing to tell you about angels, right? Oh, yeah, thank you. So your beautiful wife at uh, the Steiner Spring Fair, I had seen Nux with one of her angels, Christmas decorations, and I thought I need to find out where they, which stall they come from. And... Then I somehow saw them at Megan's store and I wanted to buy one and forgot or whatever. It just didn't happen. And then as she was packing up, one fell on the ground and I think I picked it up and said, oh, you know, there's a thing. And she gave it to us. And it's like, I love it so Mm. much. And it's not even a Christmas decoration anymore. It's just like this plant decoration at our back door. Because I think it should be there all year round, mm. <laughs> not just for Christmas. So thanks, Megan. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nux is one of Megan's very best customers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves all of her things. With like completely understandable. So do my kids. They just love anything that she's created. And every time there's been a market, I feel like. Maybe it's we haven't had the funds or whatever reason, but I haven't been able to fully like give her that thing. But I think I would like to make more of an effort with that and just be like, this is going to bring her so much joy. And so I should not not hold back as much. Just be like, okay, this is going to bring us abundance in a different way. Mm. Yeah, in an energetic joyful way well this comes back and it's making me think of this idea of happy money oh (laughs) (laughs) so have you had anything in your mailbox recently no yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i received this is a funny story i received an, an envelope with happy money enjoy this happy money on it and i thought when I got it, I was looking at it and thought, oh, it's a nice way for Renee to pay me because a beautiful client was going to drop some money off for her hair that was the same amount that was in this envelope. <laughs> and I thought, oh, and it was written in obviously Steiner Lyra pencils. Yeah, yeah. And so I sent her a message saying, you know, thanks so much. Um, and I just funnily thought, said, to her, my calling in abundance was really working. And then I remembered that it was probably your money. And she replied and she said, it wasn't, it wasn't me, your abundance, whatever you're doing is obviously working. (laughs) (laughs) You got money in your letterbox. And so then with this money, because it is money that I didn't have previously, I have always said that if I win Tesla, I'd like to share it, right? And so I have a beautiful friend and I, I have many beautiful friends, but this person in particular stood out to me as someone who is quite selfless and decided to give her half. And so then I passed on, you know, the half happy of money. it. Yeah, 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 to make somebody else happy as well. And that made me happy. Yeah. And then... 
I was with our dear friend Estelle. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, and because I didn't know where the money had come from. Mm. And she said, have you heard about Mark and this happy money? And I was like, oh. <laughs> so thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I love it. Yeah. So tell me more. Well, happy money is, I got the idea from Ken Honda. Do you know Ken Honda? I looked up Happy Monday Money after Estelle told me mm. that you're doing this thing, but I didn't get much of a chance to look into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's called Ken Honda, and he's got a thing going with Happy Money, and he other sometimes he's called the Zen Millionaire. Yeah. So that really resonates with me because I've loved. Buddhism my whole life I sort of when I the first time I got into it was through a Zen Buddhism book so it's always intrigued me and I've always loved it so I just was listening to various things on YouTube and then it popped up in my feed I think it was the next thing that played automatically almost and it was this guy Ken Honda just talking about happy money and I loved it so much straight away it's just simple but it's also complex he's got a lot of thought behind it but the one of the main things to it is thanking money mm. thanking money when it comes in and then also thanking money when it goes out i do this you do this when i remember yeah, yeah so you're a natural it wasn't a natural thing i <laughs> i learned it somewhere i heard about it and it just really made sense rather than feeling like you're at the supermarket or you're buying food and it's like, you know, you don't really want to give your money. Like it's because you're, then you feel like you'll be in lack financially, even though you're getting food or whatever you're buying. Mm. It's just to really like, you know, thank you. You know, thanks money. You know, thank you for allowing me to buy this food that will nourish my family or whatever the case. Yeah. So I understand, I get it. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. How do you know how much you can contribute to happy money and how much not to? Like, where, how do you figure that out? Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's many ways. I think a lot of it's intuitively. Yeah. But I've got this thing going on in my life, but it's on. I'm on TikTok with it as well oh yeah, yeah yeah so i'm mark green a wizard oh. on tiktok and i make happy money spells and they come to me intuitively sounds up my alley <laughs> <laughs> and so the next the next part of it i guess is do you know anything or have you ever come across urine therapy yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've never i've never experimented with it but I have friends that do it, and this is going to be a lot of information. <laughs> I also, because of finding out about all of the nutrients that are in our urine, I, and in the morning it's like the most potent and it's got the most nutrients in it, I go and share it with my garden mm. <laughs> because I, there's something about sending it all of my nutrients and the goodness into the sewer or the sewage system and it just gets murky with everybody else's it doesn't sit well with me I kind of feel like it's this opportunity to use it for something good and so yeah 
that's what I choose to do with it. Mm. But I haven't come to the whole storing and drinking it and taking it back into my own body. Have you? Yeah. 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 So when I'm <laughs> when I'm doing my spells, yeah. What I do is I take certain things in, like for example, the Warburton water. Yes. And maybe like a vegetable broth or yeah. a, some fruit. Yeah. And then I urinate and then I drink it. Yeah. So that's part of the spell. Yeah. And then it comes to me as a sort of intuitive thing of where to put the money down oh. and what to do with the money. Yeah, it's so it's good. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So what we've been doing is just, I've, I've done it on my own and I've done it with the children. Yeah. And we just go out and we put money down on the ground. Yeah. And then we just make ourselves scarce and then watch people come along and pick it up. It's so much fun. <laughs> that <laughs> must so be much fun. pretty amazing. It's the best way to spend $10. Yeah. It's a, so Do you much always fun. put a note on it? When I first started to, I didn't. I just put it down. But lately I've been putting a little note, happy money for you, enjoy. And then I've been putting my TikTok name on it. So in case they wanted to, we could feedback, they could feedback what it was like for them and we could get communication going on yeah. about it. So no one's done that yet, but I guess they will over time. So I came up with this crazy idea to put a million dollars down on the ground just over time for people to pick up that sounds pretty, <laughs> pretty crazy but pretty amazing yeah i think that there's something really beautiful about you putting the note on it because otherwise people will think that it's just something that somebody has lost and it's not intentional but by putting the note on there it's showing people the generosity of somebody and the generosity that they could potentially have or pass it on or yeah I think that that's really a good idea thank you yeah thank you so the other part of happy money is it's about flow mm. it's about keeping money flowing it's about if you think of it like water it's, it's flowing it, it shouldn't be stagnant it shouldn't just be sitting there yeah it should be flowing it's like our the energy as well. Energy should be flowing. flowing. Anything stagnant. If you think about stagnant water, what happens? It's mm. like the same, I guess, with stagnant money and stagnant energy. and. It sort of breeds sickness, really. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I got a Ken Honda story about a little meditation that he does. And it's just about going, going to a place where there's a door and you open the door and inside a huge amount of angels they're all there and they're playing and they're frolicking and they're just having a beautiful time and they're having fun together but but one angel notices you and and comes over to the door really attracted to you and for me when i did it it was a, a kindness angel it came intuitively straight away but for you it could be love the love <laughs> angel yeah so the love angels greeting you and welcoming you and so happy to see you then a, another angel looks over to see what you and the the love angel are doing 
and they're drawn to you as well. And for me, this was the flow angel. Intuitively, straight away, the flow angel came over. So now you've got the two angels and they want to come and be with you. What, mm. was you is that, did you feel a second angel coming? I felt a second angel coming, but it was the hate angel. Okay. <laughs> but it's not a bad... Like, it, it's almost... I felt like it was showing me the... I'm not sure the duality or something... But it wasn't a negative thing. Yeah. But maybe it's because duality is playing in my mind a lot at the moment or things are coming up for me where I'm becoming really aware of different dualities, like good good differences. But I wonder if that's why it came up. Because is, could there be a hate angel? I, I don't guess know. So. <laughs> like, it doesn't really seem like there would be. Mm-hmm. A, a hate angel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that, so the meditation sort of continued that then those, the, the other angels are still there playing and frolicking and you can come back another time and maybe a different one will resonate yeah. to you. And yeah. So you sort of take them on each shoulder and you say, we're gonna, I'm going to carry you around mm. or you're going to come with me for a few days and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Now they and they could be mischievous. Then <laughs> they could be mischievous, they could be fun, but they'll they'll be with you. So just look out for synchronicities or anything mm-hmm. that resonates with you about them. Yeah. So that that's not exactly about happy money, but it's about happy angels and and it's one of his zen happy money meditations anyway yeah that sounds interesting mm. so since then i've had flow angel and kindness angel on my Mm. shoulder and it's just been beautiful i've loved every minute of it yeah and then in the mornings like i sort of do my morning meditation i get up at five do my morning meditation and then i do a kind of writing intuitive writing intuitive writing so I've got three coloured pencils and one's my own pencil so I write things down and then I've got the red pencil for kindness angel which then write things down and then the green pencil for the flower angel and write things down. So we've got, it feels like a dialogue. Mm. Mm. I wonder if these angels are actually like aspects of yourself that you're calling in. Mm-hmm. So your flow aspect or your kindness kindness aspect that you're bringing in and the dialogue is those aspects of yourself or if they are like an external energy of kindness and flow. <laughs> That's a mystery. I love, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm at a time in my life where... I just sit, I'm just sitting in a place of curiosity with everything. So I feel like nothing is 100% certain or 100% fact. I feel like there's a lot of people and it's just the way that our society has 
grown or been taught to think that A equals B or A plus B equals C or something like that and that is fact and that's the end of it and that's there's no place for curiosity or discussion but I feel like I am just open to I'm just curious about everything and nothing is the end of the answer <laughs> like there's always more and you're yeah, curious yeah I'm you're just sitting about... in a place of curiosity with everything rather than conclusion because once you conclude something that's the end and there is no more opportunity for growth or to expand on that anymore mm. I think that's what I'm trying to explain it's a good yeah. time to get this candle going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is my Mark Green Wizard Lighter. Oh. <laughs> Do you have an intention for oh, lighting I'm trying candle? to remember my candle lighting. Well, we'll sing your, so, your song, oh, Dear Candle. I don't actually know the words past Dear Candle, Dear Candle. <laughs> <laughs> What dear intention? candle, dear candle, please share your light. Dear candle, dear candle, make everything bright. Mm. You like that? You want to sing that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I would like to say it. Okay. <laughs> so. I'll sing it and you sing okay. <laughs> it. Should, should we try singing it and then we'll just. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just, okay. <laughs> dear candle, dear candle. Please share your light, dear candle, dear candle, make us all bright. <laughs> wow, it's a I had a strong flame. At Nux's birthday, there was, it came time for the cake. This is last year, and there was just a small group of us that had gathered, and there was maybe five Steiner kids, or maybe... Yeah, maybe five Steiner kids that would know the birthday song and then a couple of kids that didn't and then the parents. And I said, you know, how about we sing Nux the Steiner song to the kids, the birthday Steiner song? And I started <laughs> and nobody joined in. But I had got to the end of the first line and nobody had joined in. But I felt like I couldn't stop because we're singing. I'm singing Happy Birthday to Nux, and so it was a solo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and like I, I wouldn't say that, you know, my my voice is a singing voice. <laughs> Would yeah. you like to recreate it? No. no. <laughs> Thank you for the for the offer, but no. <laughs> so would you would you offer a is that something you do, do like an intention to a candle? Uh, I don't use candles don't very use often. Them? Yeah. Not for any other reason that I just haven't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um I thought you were going to would you like to offer my voice? my solo voice again <laughs> anytime you're welcome <laughs> so yeah i i don't use candles yet mm. everything is yet everything's yet. yeah because nothing is for certain <laughs> yeah so you haven't drunk your own urine yet, yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now yeah. one of the features of the podcast 
yeah. it's going to be, would you like t- this to now be the first time you try it? Oh. On the air? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> well, you, you absolutely don't have I to. Feel like, I feel like it might be something that I work towards, but I don't know if I'm ready yet. I feel like, because I have been given a friend of mine, the friends that do do it, they sent me a podcast with a guy or an interview with a man who is very big in this scene and he he has a lot of knowledge around it, but I haven't actually listened to it. So I feel like until I can take in that information and really understand why I'm why I would be doing that, I don't want to do it just because <laughs> like I feel like I need to have a deeper level of understanding yeah of it before I start yeah yeah well sense? I'm a it does it makes total yeah. sense <laughs> but remember I'm a wizard <laughs> yes and it's w h i z z so I yeah. can I can help you if you've got any <laughs> questions or like you wanted to know about something I'm an an amateur but I'm a very enthusiastic (laughs) (laughs) because for me it's been quite a a healing Mm. thing it's that idea of of the it's actually not waste it's not my body producing waste it's my body producing a sort of healing medicine when I started I just did homeopathic amounts just like a little a little taste yeah. and I think oh you, you know have a smell have a taste and think, oh no that's there's something off with that it's not it's not right so it, it made me look at my diet it's made me look at how much water I'm drinking so as I've gone on with it now sometimes it just tastes like a magic potion literally I'm buzzing off of it. It's amazing. I can imagine that. Yeah. I have this saying, not a saying, I have something that I wrote down a little while ago. It was probably a couple of years ago, but it always comes back into my mind. All waste is gold. So it's even with like, you know, um, feces, right? You can make human manure out of it that can nourish plants in the garden. So it makes sense what you're saying about it can be a golden elixir. Yeah, but well, there's the one. first clue that it's <laughs> yeah, golden. Yeah, yeah. And so that makes sense for me. All waste is gold. Mm. Yeah. I think that's something in our society is that we we have been programmed to think that this is waste and this is rubbish and this needs to go over here in this basket and we'll put it out in bins or we'll put it down the drain or we'll just send it on its way and forget about it. But really, a lot of the time, there is an opportunity to use that in another area or not just with things that we excrete from our body, but just in with waste in general. There's more uses for things. Yeah. Are you familiar with formidable vegetables? You you exposed me to this band years ago and I tried to get the kids on board and they never quite got on board but 
I am familiar-ish with them, not with their music as much, but with just their whole concept. And I know that the lead singer's partner, Bren Brenner. Brenner, yeah. Yeah, she is a beautiful artist who works with like David Holmgren and the Milkwood Permaculture people. So, and the, I imagine that their their principles about waste are similar to my thoughts. And so, yeah, is that where you're going? Yeah, that's where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the lead singer is Charlie McGee. Yes. Yeah. And one of their songs is called There's No Such Thing As Waste. There's no <gasps> such thing as waste. And it's There's No Such Thing As Waste, Only Stuff In The Wrong Place. So yeah. that's talking to what you're saying. So that I sort of feel like with the urine, the wrong place for it is down the toilet. It, yeah. I feel like it's a waste to, to waste. waste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's with my you know, going and sharing it with my garden, not with in my veggie garden, but just my other garden in the mornings is that feels like a waste that would, but something that potent and good would just like go down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it that you're putting it on your garden. Yeah. I'm sure the worms like it. Yeah. The, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How is your garden going? I love my garden yeah. <laughs> so much. And I spend like every day observing and doing little bits and pieces. And I am very, I am like you with urine therapy. I'm a very enthusiastic amateur. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I feel like there's a lot for me to learn because I plant a lot, especially veggies and things, but I feel like I don't get to harvest anywhere near as much as I plant, which I think is quite normal. But I think that sometimes I need I need to learn a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I am like super keen and I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it feels like it's an ongoing lifelong journey yes. of learning yeah yeah and I feel like one day you know even when we move I'll say when I have a feeling that on a different piece of land my gardening journey will expand and the ability to produce an abundance of things that you actually harvest will come into play. I feel like at the moment there is something energetically with our land that it's not showing, it's not in working in collaboration with us to create this abundance. There, I have had some messages mm -hmm. and from a raven, funnily enough, where, you know, this raven was trying to get my attention and for months it would come and tap on the window and I spoke to a friend Libby and she said ask her what it wants <laughs> and so I thought okay so I went out and I you know took my pen and paper and I said hey Raven what's happening <laughs> and like intuitively wrote what the Raven was I guess telling me and it just said the house wants you to move 
It said, this land is not for you. This land is meant for someone else. And so I feel like there is something about our home and the house and the property that isn't allowing us to fully thrive because it's not meant for us. We're supposed to be somewhere else and I don't know where that is. And we're not really in the, I guess, position. I don't know if anyone is in the position to ever move, but I feel like we we don't have that in our near future. But I know that when we do, it will, I feel like we will thrive. Yeah, the house told me that it's too old and we are too loud. <laughs> Yeah, the other day I checked in and I just asked the house, like, what do you need? And it just said that I'm too old for so much noise because there's a lot of noise in our house and a lot of coming and going. And I asked what I could do to support it and it asked me to play it Vivaldi. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> I put some Vivaldi on and... It might have needed that frequency to help it feel a little bit more calm or happy. Mm. Yeah. Are any of your children playing strings? No. no. That's interesting, yeah. though, yeah. yeah. Because we obviously left Steiner to homeschool, I feel like there's elements of that that they... There's elements that they've missed, like the strings. Not that we couldn't do it privately, I think. Yeah. I know an amazing violin teacher. If you oh. need a violin te teacher, shout out to Jen. Ah, <laughs> you know yeah, Jen? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know everyone. No, <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> you know yeah. lots of people. That's one yeah. of the things I think about when I think of you, that you're such a good networker and you, mm. you, you're so because I, I realize I'm a bit like that as well yeah but I, and I also realize that not everyone is like that's not a thing with everyone yeah so it's a I've been kind of trying to discover my talents and I feel like that's a talent I've I've got of connecting people and I love it and I feel you're the same yeah I can agree with that yeah. I feel like there's one of my roles in my life is I am a connector of people and I love people so much and I find every single person interesting even the people that most people think are boring they're like even more interesting to me because <laughs> <laughs> I just think that everyone's fascinating but I feel like my role is to connect people and yeah, bring people together and then I like to slowly step away and then something flourishes. Mm. Yeah. So maybe I wonder if you're feeling the same. Yeah, I love the idea of even today of you and Maida meeting mm. and getting that, having a connection like that. Yeah. It's just sort of beautiful. I love it. I feel like your daughter <laughs> always talks about... Maida when she's chatting to me about things and asking me lots of questions and she's curious about different things that I do and she always sort of references it back to Maida like oh Maida does this or oh it sounds a bit like what Maida told me about this or 
Yeah, I mm. feel like there must be a... It would be interesting to sit down and chat with Maida and just, I don't know, not even sit down, just like stand, stand and up. chat. Stand <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's got a beautiful energy. Mm. And her Substack is amazing. I think it's it's free, so you can go on to Substack and subs- uh, and read Maida's stuff. It's Maida Murta. Or you can subscribe for five dollars a month. Or How do you spell it? It's M E D H A, Maida, and then Murta is M U R T A G H. Yeah, Maida. Well, I'm glad I asked that because <laughs> I would not have spelled it like that. I send you the link. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> And her beautiful studio is where we're sitting now. Thank you, Maida. Yeah, thank you, Maida. And also Maida has agreed to be the second guest, uh, the second conversation on the podcast, which I think is going to be called the Free Money Podcast. Let it flow. (laughs) (laughs) The Mark, oh, last night my middle daughter asked what your podcast be called. And I said, I think it will be called Magnificent Mark and His Merry Friends. And she was like, no, it'll be Massive Mark and His Magnetic Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and she just thought that it was so funny. She just was laughing. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'll show you my wand. My wand's got magnets on it. Thinking oh. of magnets, yeah. So these are... These are just little money magnets. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like as you're working with happy money and sending it out into the world, do you feel like you are getting abundance back? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of joy, just for example, that I feel when I just put $10 down is way, it's way more than that I would imagine the people who are picking it up. Yeah. That the giver can definitely get more than the receiver. That's cool. So this is my wand. So I just made this wand out of a couple of feathers I found, and that's a natural hemp cotton thread. It just tied up. There was some wax from a candle there, but that's melted off in the car. (laughs) Hazards of leaving your wand in a hot car on a hot day. Yeah, never (laughs) Never leave your <laughs> wand unattended in a hot, hot car. It um, looks like it's a beach stick, a, a stick that you found at the beach. Yeah, it would be, yeah. It, it's been in the garden for years. It would be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah very good. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. Where did you find these magnets? The, these money magnets have been on the fridge since the children were very young and they there was a set of magnets that they used to play with and mm. they've just been there and I just needed a money magnet and then these just were there. Jumped okay. out. You're, you're going on the wand <laughs> magnets. <laughs> I do love that. So one of my... One of the things that I do, I was looking for a name for, like, the business. And when you ask, like, the universe for a magnet, right? Like, I need a magnet. And then all of a sudden your eyes will dart towards, like, something or you'll see it and it will come. 
that happened with one of my one of the things that I do I was looking for a business name and I was playing with all of these different things and nothing felt quite right and so I just asked the universe I said show me the name <laughs> and one day I was just walking in our front room and Trika, our friend, had made me like a beautiful piece of art for my birthday and on it was Cosmic Rose. And so I had that moment where you're just like, ding! Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's Cosmic Rose clearing. And yeah, I love when you just ask the universe for something and it shows you exactly where. And if you uh, tapped into your intuition and you're really like open and trusting of your own intuition, you don't second guess it. You see like the magnets or you see the name and you're like, yes, that's it. And you don't, you just go with it without doubt. Yeah. The energy just flows, doesn't it? You, and yeah. you think, well, that's it. I don't have to spend any more energy on that. That's sorted. Now yeah. I move it's flowing I'm now I'll move on to the to the next part yes yeah yeah life is amazing yeah <laughs> <laughs> my wizard name is a, a similar sort of story so earlier in the day I'd been out with one of my daughters and she had said for no reason at all something or other magic your magic mark I said, oh, that could be a good wizard name. Is that because she had just seen the post of her Magic Mike, the movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> uh, I can't remember now. We were, I think we were... I don't know what we were doing, but she, she definitely said it. So then my other daughter, who is very much into wizards, and she reads books about dragons, and she's... Uh, little thing we've got going is we're reading the same book Aragon about dragons just so we can connect and talk about it and she's finished the whole series it's four thick books and she's finished already and I've read about four chapters <laughs> <laughs> but I am reading it and I'm going to finish it and it's it's fun I really love it how we're connecting she's read it quickly I'm reading it slowly but it's an beautiful connection yeah so i thought oh, let me ask her what she thinks my wizard name should be and i said what do you think is of magic mark as a wizard name she said she said no way it's terrible <laughs> that's it no wizard would be called magic mark forget about it before i had a thing going on tiktok i was mark brown the bumbling gardener and so I, I had it going for a couple of months and it was, I got like 12,000 followers, but it was taking all my time and I was obsessed with it and I had to let it go. I had to stop doing it. It was causing problems. Yeah. And so that had to go. But then I sort of missed the creative outlet that it was mm. giving me and I thought, I'll go back to it, but I'll come at it with more discernment so that I can doesn't take over my whole life good plan <laughs> <laughs> so i had this idea that one of the formidable vegetable songs is about turning brown into green it's about composting yeah yeah so i thought oh i'll turn brown into green because i'm a gardener <laughs> yeah. it's a good name it's mark green 
That would be my wizard name. Yeah. It felt so right. Yes. And I said there's, to... I think there's something also about you sharing green, like money. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. People call money green, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, You're yeah. sharing the green. Yeah, well, originally I was going to mark the, the money, mark the green with writing. I was going to write on the money, happy money for you. Oh. But then I found out that there's a two-year um, prison term for defacing money. Oh. So, yeah, so I thought, well, I don't want to go down that road. You don't want them to track you on TikTok. Yeah, so it come <laughs> to the door saying, excuse me, why are you defacing money? That's when I decided a note's better. Don't deface, don't mark the green with yes. the pen. Just mark the, um, just write a little note and leave that yeah. with the money. So it's keep me out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> so you can share more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I said to my daughter, what do you think of Mark Green as a wizard name? And she said, she looked a bit puzzled and said, not really. I don't think it's that good. And <laughs> said, well, I really, I'm really loving it. I really think it's a good wizard name. And so she said, well, I guess if you dyed your beard green, then it could work. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll remember that. I might dye it green at some point. <laughs> yeah. well, I, haven't, I haven't done yet. So this story goes back further to there's a where I work where I garden there's a spot in the garden that is just there's an old tree there and it's so powerful it's just mm. such a when whenever I'm gardening in that area I feel joyful I feel clear in my mind it's so beautiful have you ever connected with the tree well, I hug the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, you could ask the tree for codes. Mm. So sometimes, you know, everything, I believe everything is conscious and has like an energy, like trees and plants and water. And so with something like a tree, like in the past, what I've done is gone and put my hands on the tree and I've asked the tree if they wanted to share any codes with me and you know 80% of the time I've got full body shivers like from the code that I have received from the tree you know it may I may not consciously be aware of what code was downloaded or what message was downloaded but there might become there might come a time in my life where I will just know what to do or there will be something, a challenge that I have or an answer that I'm trying to get or something will happen and it is that code that's, that I needed that has just come through, intu or it comes through, I think it feels intuitive but it may have been that actual message and the codes that that tree gave me. So what would the code look like can you give an example so with with the codes like I feel like just say like people that do work with more galactic beings and or even with their higher self or source self or their point of origin of where their soul comes from they they get downloads right so downloads being that they get information from these galactic 
either parts of themselves or galactic beings and it could be through light language or it could be I guess it's endless the ways that it could come through so my belief is that you can get the same messages from trees and plants you the codes I don't think that we can decipher with our human brain yet what they are um you could connect with it and do like intuitive writing and ask the tree but I haven't thought to do that yet mm-hmm. <laughs> I just more like you know place my hands on the tree but yeah you could I feel like the possibilities out there to connect on a different level with this tree so I wonder mm-hmm. if you asked this tree for if it had any codes for you what would happen mm. yeah and I think that sometimes, you know, I've asked, and it's always asking, it's never like, give me the codes. <laughs> it's like, you know, would you like to share any codes with me? Because I guess it's coming with a courtesy and a respect, not a demanding way of consuming that energy. It's showing respect. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the, the respect is interesting because I, I've got this thing I heard where if you're going to hug a tree, you should initially just stand back a little bit and just say, is it okay if I hug you? And just yes. wait for the confirmation. That's, I think, in a lot of indigenous cultures, that's how they work. You know, with waters, like spring water or different plants or different places they ask is it okay if I come into your area or when they come to a sacred spot they introduce themselves Mm. or they say you know I'm here or they ask to be there I'm not entirely sure (laughs) well it's so respectful I think the the approach yeah I think there's something really beautiful about treating everything with respect not just humans like sure you know that's important (laughs) but just treating everything with a deep respect (laughs) so i was at the tree one day and i was absolutely overwhelmed with gratitude the feeling I had of gratitude and I was just weeding I was just doing some hand weeding in an area near the tree and the feeling of gratitude I had was the same as that it was better than that it was pure Mm. it was uplifting it was joyful it was just flooded with love and it was just gratitude for my life and it was so beautiful I loved it so much and I I was buzzing and I and then I finished work and I was still buzzing and I had a, a Tanya appointment with uh, the, chi- <laughs> the chiropractor. Yeah, shout out to Tanya. Yeah. Thanks, um, <laughs> Tanya. Keeping us all aligned. Yeah. yeah. And I, I nearly couldn't... I had to drive 20 minutes to get to the appointment, and I nearly didn't make it. Like I was thinking I'm not going to be able to drive. I'm really holding it together. I'm shaking my eyes. Tears are coming, streaming down my face. Wow. Yeah. So I got to the tanya appointment and i just was buzzing in there like i don't know if they thought i was <laughs> what i was on but i said i promise you i'm not on anything i'm just full of 
gratitude for my yeah. life. And I had my appointment and Tanya did some things on my back. And, that, and then I finished. NET? Not on that time, but okay, she has yeah. done that before. And it's been really helpful the couple of times she's done it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had that? Yes. Yeah. I love it. You love it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Tanya, episode three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Tanya said to me, don't, don't drive now. Just go for a walk. You, you've got to get grounded before you mm. drive off. It's not safe. It's not safe. Yeah. So I went for a, a walk just around the corner. And then I saw a little green Toyota. I thought, oh, my wife and the children have come to meet me. That's that's nice. Because it, it looked like it had all the same stickers. Have I, I have told you this story? No, I, but we have seen this car. And I always think Megan. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's not Megan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was the same way. My wife's come to meet me. Because it, so it's basically the same, looks the same. It's got this, like a lot of the same stickers are on the back. And there were, I could see Tibetan prayer flags on the back seat. And I thought, oh, my, like my daughter's hanging Tibetan prayer flags. This is so beautiful. I'm so high already. And then now they've come to meet me. And then so I, I walked down a bit further and I thought, hold on. That's not, that's not them. There's a, there's a young man in there. <laughs> and then I thought, he's stolen it. He, this guy <laughs> has stolen their car and here he is now and then and then I looked up and saw there's a roof rack on it and that ah oh, it's not stolen this is a different car it's a, a roof rack which I don't know I, there was nothing in it but it was definitely a roof rack so but but by then I had sort of walked up to him and saw him and I thought oh, I need to say something to this guy so I walked up to him and explained the whole story and we had a chat and I don't know if he thought I was crazy <laughs> <laughs> but we had a very nice chat and his his name's Matt so I call him Matt with the green car yes now Mark, because Mark Green Matt with yeah, the green yeah. car okay so we swapped I said look I'm not crazy uh what we <laughs> I, I know it seems like it but I'm really not what if you want, we can swap numbers and I can just send you photos of my wife's car <laughs> so you see where I'm coming from. <laughs> was he like, oh? Uh, yeah, I could he see he was... back away? <laughs> I could see he was thinking, do I want to give this guy my phone number? And then I thought, well, fair enough. He's given me his number, but it's more than likely made up. So I went away and a little while later I took a video of my wife's car and I messaged him with it and I didn't hear anything back and I thought oh it probably was a made up number but then about a week later he messaged me back and said oh that's amazing thank you so much like it's really a wonderful thing and we had like that little connection and then that was about three months ago so then we I was driving along in Mount Martha talking to my daughter about this wizard name and she said, well, yeah, I guess you could have a green beard. And I said, okay, well, so this, you know, so it could be a good wizard name. You're coming around to it. And she said, well, yeah, I guess so. And then I looked in my rearview mirror 
and there was no other cars on the road and I hadn't noticed it before but there was Matt with the green car <laughs> sitting right behind us and I said that's a sign yeah. Matt, Mark Green is my wizard name that's the end of it yes yeah, yeah. so it's pretty cool that's Are you... that's my story about Matt with the green car. <laughs> I wonder if he knows that so many people <laughs> think that it's Megan or what's this? It makes people think that somebody is driving Megan, your wife's car, every time they see it because you, your wife knows a lot of people and we everyone loves her and so like everyone gets a bit excited when they see the car. Well, I do. When I see that car, I'm like, oh, Megan's here. And... I wonder if he knows the effect that his car is having on him. Uh, yeah, I, if he doesn't know yet, he will do one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I told that story to Maida and her partner, and yeah, and he said the same thing. Oh, I know that car. Yeah, I've seen him. I saw him in wherever. Yeah. So then I thought to myself, oh, let me message him again. It's like I want to connect with him again and tell him this story about my wizard name and. <laughs> how it's a sign I saw him in the rear view mirror so that was about two weeks ago and I haven't heard anything from him <laughs> you promised him you weren't crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, are you going to grow your beard I don't know I in the past I've always just let it grow and then I've it gets too much and then I just shave it off and start again yeah yeah have you seen Rick Rubin's beard I have. I imagine that you could have that. Yeah. But I don't know what it's like to have a beard. It might yeah. be annoying. It can be annoying. I find it annoying when the hair gets in my mouth. That's the worst of it. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I can manage that. Like, I can trim it so it's, I'm not chewing on it half yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Shrek 3? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> So when I put my Mark Green wizard videos on TikTok, one of the common comments I get is, you're like the wizard from Shrek 3. Ooh. Yeah. I, I've, I saw the original Shrek twice yes. at the cinema and loved it. Oh. I know. And then I saw the second one and I, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy it. It's sort of, I couldn't keep going with it. So I never watched the third one. Mm. So I didn't know anything about the wizard from Shrek 3, but lots of people said they, I was the wizard from Shrek 3. But he's got a longer beard, mm. but otherwise we're very similar, but he's got a longer <laughs> beard. And he's voiced by Eric Idle, uh, I think, who's one of the, the Pythons, you know, the, the Monty Python. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that yeah. worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so last night, so I, had, I don't, hadn't mentioned this, to any of my family and then last night they had a friend over for sleepover and I walked into the lounge room and we don't they don't watch many movies like they they're not big on screens good Steiner <laughs> yeah good Steiner <laughs> but they do every now and again if we have they have a sleepover like we're happy to put a movie on and they really enjoy it and it's fun so anyway I walked in last night and said Oh, what are you watching? And of course, it was Shrek Three. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Did you see the wizard? And then I said to, and then so I was sitting at the kitchen table writing, and I said, as soon as the wizard comes on, make sure to let me know. 
so then the wizard came on and I went through and yeah so now I know the wizard from Shrek 3 does the wizard resonate with you well he's recovering from a mental break <laughs> <laughs> He's recovering from a mental breakdown. He was at magic school, but he couldn't finish it because he had a mental breakdown. <laughs> so in some ways, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's quite funny. But I don't, I don't think that you've had a mental breakdown. I think you've had a mental breakthrough. Mm, yeah, I love that. Thank yeah. you, Rose. Yeah. I think that... Any challenges in life are an opportunity for growth. And, yeah, a breakdown is called a breakdown, but really it's the opportunity for a breakthrough. And yeah. maybe that's... I don't know if you've had any experience of feeling like you've had a breakdown lately, but I... Yeah. Yeah. Well, throughout my life, I've always had periods of feeling a bit depressed and yeah. like I was having a not not a mental breakdown as such but just a mm. depressing time but not at the moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i have experienced that in my life as well in my 20s i would say that there was good portion of it where i was in a depressive state and I then one day there was a couple of things that led to it but I just had this thought like it was a learned behavior for me and it wasn't actually mine it was just that I didn't know any other way to be I didn't my default state was in that it wasn't in just being happy and once I was able to identify that and understand the reasons why I've kind of never felt like that again. Okay. Yeah. Somehow I just had this epiphany about it and have never gone back. Yeah. I was able to identify. I bought myself an atlas, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. I think it's the breakthrough. Yeah. Mm. Now, do you feel like a toilet break? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you intuitively <laughs> picked up on that. Okay, so we've got now should we talk a <laughs> Are you offering me to drink my urine right now? <laughs> Do you wanna wee some into a glass just in case you wanna try it later? Ah, <laughs> uh, let me if you pass me my bag. You know, I'll truth you just could... the top one. Yeah. I'll but... truth test it. Do you want to work with me? Yes. Is it in my highest good today to drink my own urine? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Rose you, is swinging a... A pendulum. A pendulum crystal. Yeah. So I use this to truth test as well as my body, but I'm sitting down, so I'm using my pendulum to energetically truth test what is in my highest good and I do that for everything I did it about coming to talk to you on this podcast yep. as well like everything that is a like sh a should I I truth test and as since I've been doing that I feel like I'm in more flow because I'm listening to my intuition 
and it just guides me and there's no what ifs or should I, shouldn't I and that umming and ahhing. I go straight to the truth testing and it gives me a clear answer and I follow it and it's good. Yeah, yeah. I recommend it for yeah. everyone. That's awesome. <laughs> So uh, just to everyone else who comes on to the podcast, I will ask you if you want to drink your urine, but there's obviously no pressure at all. <laughs> and as Rose has beautifully demonstrated, it's just a question and I respect your answer, whatever it <laughs> thank is. You. And thank you for the offer and the prompting because I'm sure when the time is right, it will it will just come and it will feel right. Yeah. But I like being asked. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, the question. <laughs> well, yeah. th at this point, I'll just quickly reveal what was in the esky. Oh. Uh, it's your urine. No. <laughs> <laughs> but for some people, the idea of drinking it straight is it's very off-putting. Mm -hmm. But so some some people, when they start off, they they just use a mixer. So yeah. <laughs> so I just got some. Fresh orange juice. Oh. So if you did want to, you could mix it oh. with orange juice. Yeah. But I'll, I'll save that for another <laughs> for another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's oh, in the cool. ice. <laughs> I was wondering what yeah, was in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we'll pause. So we were we had a toilet break. I had a little sip and it was tasting beautiful. <laughs> How do you do it? I just we I just to go midstream. Yes. Safer. Go, yeah. yeah. And then just we in there and then just drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you use that cup? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't obviously know enough about it yet. I didn't see you take a cup in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did discreetly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take one of those folding cups in your pocket. Oh, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't have a cup, so I just use my hand. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That works pretty well. And I used to get regular cold sores, but since I've started doing this, mm. I've been doing it for about a year. Like, I haven't had a cold sore. Mm. And the the next thing I'm getting on to is some... There's some... Because it's quite an ancient thing. Like, it's in Ayurv like Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic medicine. It goes back... It's got roots in Ayurvedic things like it's a thing in in India definitely in Ayurvedic medicine yeah some and that some people are calling it Orin therapy Orin mm, yeah who is the he was a high king of Atlantis and the seven seas so I don't know is that different to Orion Orion yeah I think uh, I don't I don't know I'm not mm. exactly sure but I think it's O-R-I-N I don't know who Orion is I think there's a guy called Brother Sage I was listening to and Tom Barnett's all oh, about yeah. it yeah and Amy Rose La Prairie these are just people I've been listening to Amy Rose La Prairie there's another woman who's sensational Amanda Volmer okay yeah so I've just been listening to them and I what I can gather is that some people use it to clear well definitely topically as on rashes mm. it heals it up and also for ear infections, like a few drops in the ear, but also really interesting for me to m improve their vision. Do they put it in their eyes so or is it just drinking it? Yeah, well, so they wee into a, 
little eye bar mm -hmm. and then just yeah use it as an eye bar in urine so i haven't that i haven't done yet mm. but i'm definitely gonna try that because yeah. i feel like my eye health could benefit from something some healing yeah yeah do you ever sun gaze yes i do, i do at yeah. work mostly yeah yeah but i don't know if i'm doing it right i just stare at the sun i think that it's something like five minutes or 15 minutes after sunrise and 15 minutes as sun setting it doesn't hurt your eyes okay but if it's in the middle of the day it does have the power to hurt your Dam eyes mm -hmm. damage yeah and so i've truth tested <laughs> um when it's safe to do because sometimes i like to do it but i'm not sure where that point is and so I just ask, like, is it beneficial now? And I get a yes or a no. Okay. So, yeah, you could test in. Yeah, well, sometimes I look at it and I just feel that's too bright. Mm. I can't I can't hold that. But, yeah, definitely in the... Because I'm at work in the morning as sun's sort of coming up. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. So I get that kind of... That morning light is they so They say that beautiful. you can... They say that you can receive codes and downloads from the sun's rays as well. So even if you're looking at it with your eyes closed, but just with the openness to have the, the openness to accept the messages or codes that the sun has, it will just download into you. <laughs> mm. Well, that's interesting with the water, uh, with the urine and the water. You can do the same thing. You put the glass out in the, in the direct sunlight oh. and it gets into the water that yeah. way. Well, the, the idea of structured water is very interesting because uh, with the urine as well, that's a form of structured mm. water because it's filtered through you. Yes. And it's 95% water. Yes. I, I've led to believe from my research. Mm. Um, yeah, and the, in the morning... So some people say the morning stream's the best to that's get to. That's what I've heard. That's what you've heard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's because it's got certain hormones in it that have built up in your body overnight. So you, they're, they're coming out in the urine, but you can re-ingest them. Yeah. Mm. Some people do looping. Have you heard of looping? I have, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, it's drinking every drop. That you pass that, oh, that, that wow. they pass and from what i can hear it's very it's got some amazing effects with people who are terminally ill that they mm. can actually go on a, a, a looping fast yeah and that that's all they're doing and it's so they're giving their body feedback the whole time and sort of creating a loop mm. and and it can it can cause things to heal that were not expected that's really by interesting. By the mainstream doctors to heal, yeah. So your body is picking up on the messages of, of what your body needs based on what's coming in. Yeah. Yeah, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it's like a, not exactly homeopathic, but mm. it's a feedback loop, then you, it's all your own body feeding. Yeah, back it's in. like when you're nursing a baby and there's, as the baby is drinking the mother's milk, apparently 
it's saliva some of it gets taken back in to the breast up to where the milk is being produced and gives the information to the mother's mm. body for what the baby needs and so the milk is like custom custom to what the baby's needs are it sounds similar that's so beautiful yeah yeah, yeah. it sounds similar to that in a way it's just sort of like your body is rather than it being the baby's saliva that's coming back in and giving the messages to your body it's actually your own urine giving the messages to your body of what it needs <laughs> <laughs> there's a, it's making me think of the the idea of drinking someone else's urine and it's it's gen it's generally not recommended because it's not your own mm. but they say if it was some kind of emergency or there was a situation where it's similar to if you're feeding a child it would be better with your own breast milk yeah. but you certainly could use another breast milk i think some cultures do do that yeah as, sure. as an option i wonder if taking it a bit further if you're drinking somebody else's urine like the energetics of what that person is emotionally going through at the time will affect the person drinking like if that energetic imprint is within their urine and so when you're drinking it, you're taking on more than just their nutrients and their golden golden elixir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sort of makes sense to drink your own rather than somebody else's. Mm. Yeah. It's like projections, like people's projections. Or maybe mm. it works better topically. So, so I think when you when people get stung by a certain jellyfish, mm. there's it's a recommended thing to urinate on it. Yes. So in that instance, maybe if you if you weren't able to go at that time and somebody else was, yeah, then you could use theirs probably. Yeah. In that instance, it would make more sense. It's funny, like the way that all of these old wives' tales. There's like the whole urinating on a jellyfish sting, or there's so many examples. I can't think of any mm. right this second, but. Often when you trace it back from a different perspective, not our modern day perspective, which is often clouded in a lot of other stuff, when you actually go back to the root of it, there's normally a lot of truth to whatever it is that your the wives' tale mm. has been. But maybe that shouldn't be called wives' tales <laughs> because tales makes you think of a doesn't seem ultimately truthful or that you can really trust it maybe it could should be something else wives old wives wisdom yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 the power of words is mm. pretty amazing would you like some of the orange juice anyway <laughs> are you all right is it pre-mixed no. <laughs> it's just a shop yeah bought sounds one. good i didn't have time i didn't actually have any I could have squeezed some, but I just <laughs> didn't think of it. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you have any other things in your bags? I'll have a look. I'll have a look. Let's see. Thank oh, you. I have. I've got my second wand. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I'll show you my second wand. Do you know Jess, Haley's sister? You know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So years ago, she used to do family daycare for our mm. children, and we loved her so much. But then various 
mandates came in and it made it difficult to mm. continue with it. But the time we had with her, we just adored it. And she's got such a special place in all our hearts. Yeah. She's really beautiful. So Jess is now going into a new venture because she was always a kind of a, um, a herbalist sort of thing. Mm. She used to years ago grow things in her garden that she could use for for spells. Cool. She had like a white. I don't know if I'm right in saying this, but like a white, not a white witch, but something mm. a, about making things from the garden, maybe yes. healing spells and yeah. various things like that. But now she's branched off into. She still does that, but she's do she's doing some flower farming. Oh, yeah, beautiful. so she's got a flower farming thing going on. Where at at her at her place, place in Tyab, yeah. yeah. And honestly, if you go down there, it's such a great feeling around mm. there. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, when I was down there, she gave me this. Uh, not the feather. I'll come to that. But this she gave me, which is ragwort. Oh, yes. It's dried out a bit now, but ragwort in the olden days was called crone. Mm. So an old wise, old wise crone. Being. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Exactly. And what they would do is the herbalists would grow crone outside their front door, so that when other people came by, they would know a herbalist lived there. Oh, it was like okay. an adver advertisement yeah. almost. And so Jess grows this outside her place. I yeah, love yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just majestic. And it's on the day I created my other one, she gave me this when I went to visit her flower farm. And straight away, it just like looked like a one. So I said, oh, I've got my second one. <laughs> and she said, what they, what you can do with it is when the leaves dry, you can put them in your, in your pillow. And at night it will give you sort of magical dreams. Your Ooh. dreams will take on a vivid magical quality. Yeah, so you're welcome to have some sounds amazing ragwort leaves. I'll give you those yeah. when you go. And I've I've been doing it, and I'm going to keep doing it because I've since I've done it, I've had a couple of amazing dreams. Yes. But having said that, I would before I had it, I used to have some amazing dreams as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then the only thing I've added to this one is this yellow feather, and that's I found in Warburton, but that's from a cockatoo's. Crest. Oh, yeah. amazing. And my one of my daughters spotted it because they, with the tree at work, the sacred tree, I call it. Yes. There, I was often finding lots of feathers there, mm. like at, like at birds. various times. Yeah. Well, there's flock to it as well. Yeah, and the kookaburra feathers and magpie feathers and feathers. I don't know what they are. And there's also every now and again I'll look up and there's two eagles circling that tree like wow. it's a really strong yeah. yeah so i started collecting the feathers and i put picked them up and so but so now the children know i'm collecting feathers oh. so there i've got all these feathers coming into my life but that's i don't know that one i really sort of thought that's going on the wand like that's it's, it is a very cool feather yeah. you don't find many i've never seen a yellow feather like that off a bird <laughs> yeah yeah do you collect feathers i used to collect feathers and if it's a really special feather or a really unusual feather, I'll collect it and take it home now. But 
not like I used to. Now, I, if I find one that is like interesting or of a big size or something, I'll like put it in a tree or on a post or something to kind of say, here I am to somebody, mm. <laughs> but I don't need any more <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah. Our neighbour, our old neighbour had a turkey and that had some magnificent feathers. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Mm. What happened to that turkey, do we know? She moved and the turkey had to go to the country. <laughs> His name was Elton John. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to talk about relocating birds because we've got the... I know you're a chicken person. You, yes. How many chickens are you? Well, we had four, but one of them went broody and we got some fertilised eggs and she hatched them. And so now we have 11. you got 11 but it will the it will go down when we find out which ones the roosters are and then we'll take them to the chicken man. Who's the chicken man? Danny. Danny the chicken man yeah. on Cool Arch Road. Okay, so will he house them or will he Yeah, he just takes back the roosters and he has them just all living on his property. Yeah. And we've got another family who my middle daughter knows and they are after a rooster and so we're going to give one rooster to them i've never heard of anybody being after a rooster (laughs) (laughs) but i'm glad that one of them will go to a home where they'll be really loved yeah yeah have you ever listened to michael sandler on i think it's called inspired nation no no well he does a podcast and different things but he has a rooster they travel around in an rv which i think is like a bus mm-hmm. we would call, i don't know what we call it a bus a camper van camper van yeah kind of thing. but he they travel around the two of them and i'll tell you this because he he had him and his wife had twins in utero and one of them i think was born alive and the other one wasn't but they yep. were together Yes. And so he's got a real sort of spiritual journey that he's been through Mm. with his twins. Yeah. Yeah. And we might just come back to that, but just I'll quickly (laughs) say that he also has a rooster that travels in the bus and the rooster's got its own room in their bus. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty So he... he, I wonder why they they travel with a rooster it would make more sense i guess to travel with a hen <laughs> yeah so you would get an egg <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know the backstory but when i listen to his podcast he's got this rooster called rue <laughs> yeah. who features quite heavily yeah in yeah. the background yeah he comes on camera and interacts with the rooster it's pretty cool yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a man who I think sailed the world with a hen. Oh. Yeah, and the hen lived on fish. And yeah, he got an egg every day. And they, it was just the, this guy and his hen sailing the world. They sailed around the world. I love that. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing what people do. <laughs> we 
They're definitely a, a bird family. Mm. <laughs> my, my eldest daughter has just bought a cockatiel with her Christmas money that she was given. And yeah, so now we've got 11 chickens, a free-ranging budgie who flies around the house, Sing, and a cockatiel. Is that his, his name? Yeah, his name Sing. is Sing. Sing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then a cockatiel who occasionally comes out and goes on her shoulder. And that's Stormy. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got I your raven. Does the, the raven, raven still visit? No. 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 It was just, I think, there for the message. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it was there for ages and now it's not. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting how birds appear. Yeah. Yeah. We had, um, when one of our chickens died we buried it in the back garden and we had a ceremony to say goodbye to it and thank it for its life and when we looked up and um, we never we've we've had eagles twice overhead at our place oh, wow. and that was one time when we looked up and there were two eagles there when we were in the middle of the ceremony wow yeah and the other time was when they our neighbour on our back fence had an amazing garden. She's an old. I remember Greek looking woman. over oh, her back. <laughs> like fig trees. Yeah. Plums. Yeah, I remember, oh. cl like maybe climbing up on your fence a little bit to stick my head over to <laughs> check out their veggie garden. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and so when they redeveloped the block, then the eagles were there that day as if they were looking down. To, to see why are people flattening all these beautiful trees? Like, oh. what are they doing down there? Oh. That's how I yeah. felt anyway. But yeah. that's the only two times I've seen eagles above yeah. the house. Mm. Cool. Mm. Yeah. And you know about our pigeons? Yeah, the pigeons that live with the chickens. Yeah. Yeah. So they started out as three, and now we're up to, I think, 11 or maybe even 12. Wow. Yeah. Is it that they've had pigeon babies or have more joined them? Well, so they've definitely had pigeon babies and there's also one that's come in from somewhere else. Mm. I think it's a homing pigeon. It's got oh. something on its, its ankle, which we've never been able to see exactly what that yeah. is. But I kind of figured I'm going to leave it up to the to that bird if it wants to stay it's welcome <laughs> yeah. and if it wants to go back to its own home yeah it's also welcome to do that as well because nice. they can come in because we leave the chicken sort of thing open so they can come in and out as much as they want which also means the pigeons and other birds can mm. so that's how they set up in the first place but so this other one has come in black one and all the others are basically white like so my friend Ben, you know Ben? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Jen he, and Ben. Yeah, Jen yeah. and Ben. So Ben thinks that they're doves. He calls them doves because they're, they're a lot white. of them are pure white. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know the difference between a dove and a pigeon, but I think I looked it up years ago, but I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so a lot of them are white, but this one that's moved in is a uh, is black. He has got together with one of the pigeons that were already there. Oh. And then they've just hatched their first how small chick. are they? The, chi the yeah. chicks? Oh, they, I mean, they. It, it's grown now. It's juvenile, I guess. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, it's not fully grown, but it's not a chick anymore. Yeah. 
but they just went into the corner of the shed and hatched it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like so pre-birthed. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got we've got eleven pigeons now, but because we're having to move house in April. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we'll be closer to you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're going to redevelop the block, so they're knocking the block. They're knocking the house down, the shed down, it's all going, and they're going to put three double-storey houses there. Wow. So yeah. that means we've got to think about the... The pigeons. The pigeons, <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want them just to be mm. in a shed when some people come along and flatten the shed. Yeah, yeah. So, again, Ben said he knows a, a sort of pigeon person. Mm. So I'm going to talk to them about ideas of how to relocate yeah. yeah i've got this idea that because ben's very handy with wood as you yes. know yeah. yeah and so i've got this idea that he could either make you know those dove cuts they're called dove cuts they're like they're like a little dove house on a pole you sometimes see oh, them yeah yeah I think so yeah yeah that he could maybe make one of those mm. like i could commission him to make one of those and then we could take the take them with with us that's a nice idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and again, with the feathers, like I feel like there's so many, they've got just so many beautiful white feathers mm. all around that shed. So like the feathers have just been coming more and more into my life. And I just feel like <laughs> this is a sign from <laughs> angels. Like that's how I'm. Yeah, all the doves. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like we could talk for hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like there's a whole, I'd love to talk to you about rebirth. Mm. Tell me about rebirth. Well, like. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is there part of us that carries on? Oh, like, yeah. Or, yeah, I, I believe in past lives. I think with one of the things that I do with the clearing, I help people unblock certain areas of their life, whether it's a physical blockage or something that's hindering them or hurting or yeah chronic pain and we tap into it and find the point of origin of that pain and often it can go back into a past life okay. and so then we clear it from the point of origin so it can't come back can come back if they dwell on it but the idea is you go back and clear it from the beginning of when it happened so when you say we, are you working on it with other people? So when I'm working with somebody, I am, what I see my role is I am the facilitator for them to heal themselves. So I don't call in any energies of any kind. It's just I'm working with, say, you, mm -hmm. and I get you to do all of the processes so the power is in your hands because I believe that we all have the ability to heal ourselves. A lot of the time we rely on other people, even with alternative health practitioners, and there's so many amazing ones out there, but it's still putting your power in somebody else's hand to do the healing. Whereas I believe that we all have the ability ourselves and so, and I've seen it work time and time again, and it's just facilitating it and guiding people through that process so they are the ones healing themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So how do people find you for that? Oh, 
I mean, do you... I have a I have a basic website. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, it's... so is that Cosmic Rose? <laughs> yes. Yeah? It's Cosmic Rose Clearing. And the most and of it... your clients word of mouth sort of. Yeah. 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 And I haven't put myself out there. I'm not on social media. I feel like there's a lot of noise within the healing communities, and I, I even I don't really even see myself as a healer. I see myself as someone who facilitates healing, but I wouldn't call myself a healer. But I feel like there's just, it, there's so many people doing so many different things out there that it just doesn't feel like it's in line with who I am to try and be amongst that and try to make my voice heard and louder and get attention. And on social media, like, it's almost a full-time job just trying to have your voice heard on there in amongst the chorus of other people and so it yeah I don't really it's just word of mouth mm. <laughs> yeah because I I am busy yeah <laughs> homeschooling <laughs> mum unschooling mum and it just doesn't feel right for me to do that yeah I understand where you're coming from yeah I feel like that with my gardening business mm. I just like people coming to it organically and yeah. through friends and yeah. through other clients. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that when people come to you through that way, they have a they've already got a bit of an understanding of who you are and what you do and how you do it. Yeah. And so already there's sort of like this faith on their behalf that they can trust and work with you and vice versa yeah 100% yeah and one of the things Ken Honda talks about in happy money is visible assets money yes. but invisible assets he said are more important mm. so that's your friends yeah. that's your networks mm. like that's that's true flow when you're in those networks flowing with all your yeah. friends that's re that's real abundance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I feel like I live an extremely abundant life. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love I love life. There's you know there's a lot of jokes, especially in the sort of the metaphysical world or the new age kind of world about you know a soul is saying you know when I pass oh I'm not going back to Earth again you know it's too hard or I don't know, just negative things about Earth. But I feel like if you shift your perspective and see everything as an opportunity for growth, it's like the most amazing place in the galaxy. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. I think you sort of mentioned maybe bringing up, you know, our experience that Jay and I have had last September of, losing a baby um but 27 weeks gestation and I think that it has been one of the most amazing profound experiences of my life not I think it it actually has been yeah and it it I don't know I just when I think about that experience all I feel is gratitude and love for the whole experience because of where because of 
the I guess the lessons and how it has taught me to have faith and it's all it's taken my faith to a new level before I think I thought I had it Mm. (laughs) but now it's like a completely different thing and I think that I always there was sort of like a religious aspect to faith in my mind it was just I always associated faith with religion but now I have this completely different understanding of what faith is and I have such strong faith in the universe and every experience that comes our way is for us to grow but it's nothing to do with religion. Religion has taken that on and it seems like it could be the best aspect of religion because I don't necessarily agree with a lot of religions but maybe all I don't know (laughs) Um, the faith aspect I understand why people are religious and I understand for example like when somebody's dying and they are religious and they have faith that they are not in fear but for a lot of us that have grown up especially the last I guess 50 years where religion has taken a back seat and people haven't quite found faith in other ways. Dying is quite scary because they don't know what's going to happen to them and it's just this fearful experience. Yeah, I feel like I'm feeling quite drawn to death dueling and I think part of it is just guiding people through finding faith and holding space for people that are traversing that area of life Mm. and for their families. There's this thing about death that when somebody dies, everybody feels like they have to be sad. And I do think, you know, sometimes, often, there is a sadness because you're going to miss that person. But if you look at it from that person's perspective, they they wouldn't want you to be sad. So I feel like we need to let go of that, feeling like we have to be sad. I feel like, you know, through our experience, you know, I had pretty big epiphany while the miscarriage was happening and it was, like, amazing <laughs> just to all of a sudden it was almost like I was in a movie and it was like all of the dots were connected and I just made sense of everything from early as soon as it as soon as our little Milu had sort of exited the physical exited in a physical sense from my body all of the dots were joined and connected and everything made sense and I feel like that I was okay you know there was an element of sadness that you experience and every now and again it comes and goes But when I was at home, I felt okay and I was just myself. But then I went, the first sort of time I went out and I saw people, that night I felt really like a depressive feeling and I thought, oh, okay, this must be grief. Grief must be setting in. And then I sort of truth tested and checked in and I asked, is this are these feelings that I'm feeling even mine? 
and I got a no. And I was able to identify that the beautiful friends who I had seen, because they are imagining how I'm, they thought that I must have been feeling, which is grief and sadness, they had projected that onto me with their sympathy and love. And all it took was for me to be able to identify that and sort of just return it with consciousness to those people with a consciousness that I don't, that I'm okay and I don't need that. And within an hour, I felt back to myself again. So I feel like the becoming aware, maybe that's my role as well as helping, maybe at a stage where I help people through the dying processes, teaching the families how to identify what's theirs and what's not. Yeah, I feel like people's projections could possibly make the grieving process a lot longer and harder for people because they're taking on everybody else's feelings yeah Mm. but they don't have to yeah and obviously they can you know they will still have those feelings but you can just limit them to their own feelings not everybody else's (laughs) yeah that's beautiful yeah so you think you're, what would be the next step? I'm not sure. I know that there's there's a lot of beautiful death dueling courses out there. I haven't found the one that I feel is, like I haven't felt pulled to sign up yet. Okay. And I know that in my life right now, I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> and so it might just be something that happens when the moment is right. And I'm happy to be with people and sit with them. But I feel like I do have a lot to learn. Yeah. The interesting thing is learning that everybody's grief is so different is has been a real eye-opener as well. Yeah. How yeah. did you come to the name? Is it Milu? Milu, Milu. yeah. Yeah. That was... She gave us her name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because her middle name she gave to me as well. And ultimately that means light. You know, when you break that name down, Lumiere, Lumiere, Lum, Lum. Lumiere is like light. And I feel like she has definitely ignited a light within my life and shown me light and yeah there's been something really beautiful come out of that (laughs) yeah the podcast i sent you the other day about the it was the homeschooling oh yeah Yeah. Yeah. so the one of the women in there produced a sort of loose curriculum Mm-hmm. for unschooling and homeschooling. Yes. And it, I think she calls it luminous education. Oh, that's but, yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I started listening to it, but then I got interrupted and didn't get back to it. Yeah. I always yeah. feel bad. It's sort of part of me always feels bad sending people two-hour podcasts because I don't know... <laughs> People are busy, but yeah, I just yeah. get excited and I think oh, I'll just send it out yeah. there and see. Like, uh, there's no ex- expectation yeah. for people From, to listen. You know, the the bits that I did here were definitely like in line with how we are living and wanting to live through these wild times. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, letting 
life guide us, not not having to be guided by the system that is currently in place that tells people what they should and shouldn't do, sort of more, I guess, intuitive day-to-day life. I'm so up for talking about all of the Milu stuff. Well, one of my questions here is what would you like to be reborn as? Mm. Any Anything spring to mind? As in any creature? Or any... Yeah. In any shape or any form, not form. Yeah, I feel like that's such a huge question. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know. And there would be would... so many things. Like when you say when you do drop your physical body, then you're there, some part of you almost pondering, now where should I go yeah, now or are you yeah. more drawn to or is it more of a just a like I think you know it would be pretty amazing to be a bird right yeah <laughs> <laughs> or a dragon or water but then there's an element that of me that just thinks we're already water so maybe I'm living that reality yeah. now <laughs> yeah yeah I or a tree mm. Mm. But I think that there can also be my belief and understanding, which is constantly in curiosity mode anyway, but we can have different aspects of ourself in those things already. I had a session with a client one day and we were looking for the point of origin for what she was experiencing. And the point of origin, we were searching around in her Akashic records and we were sort of working together as the guy was sort of guiding her and she was giving me feedback of what she was feeling. And this thing came to me and I said, I know this sounds really strange, but do you think that you could be the tree? And she burst into tears and her words were, my whole life makes sense now. Yeah, and so we realised that this was a living, a current living tree and when we were truth testing it was saying it was in England and so I don't understand completely how this works but it was when we were truth testing into it, it was like her soul was split in two places. Part of it was in human form and part of it was in tree form and this beautiful woman Physically, she is like a strong tree, (laughs) like she's really tall and she's just like a really strong, tall woman. And so I find that really interesting Mm. that, you know, maybe we are in multiple places at one time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a whole mind-expanding thought. Yeah, we just don't know a lot of the time about anything. We think we know. (laughs) Yeah, well, we just, everything, I guess a lot of what we know is just perceived through the senses. Yeah, yeah. And the senses are only picking up certain frequencies and wavelengths and stuff. Yeah, all things that we've heard. I feel like there's so much information out there that we take it all in and we're like, oh, this is what this is or this is what this is. But really how do you know we have just listened to somebody say that i feel like there's a lot of people who i have met in my life who say oh this is this and they're so firm on it because they heard someone say it on the news or 
they read it in the newspaper or in a book, but how do they actually know that that is the truth? <laughs> and I guess they don't question it, so we don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, relates maybe to chickens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you had mice in your house, how, how would you deal with them? That's a good question. Right now, we have mice and rats eating all of our passion fruit. Okay. <laughs> and I don't, I don't have a good answer. I don't, I don't want to kill them. And in the past, we've put, because we used to have a really big problem in our house, or in the roof. Well, they couldn't get inside our house, but they were in the roof, and they were just having a party all the time. <laughs> yeah, they make themselves at home. Yeah. 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 Then there was so they must have been so many. Do you have any ideas? Well, we've got we've got the same thing going on with mice. There's plenty around yeah. the house. They're in the cupboards. They're eating through things. Yeah. They're having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, at the moment, I've got three traps set up. Yes. Live catch traps. So, when they go into the trap, I relocate them more than 5k's away because I heard that if mm -hmm. you within 5k's they'll just come straight back oh wow okay yeah. yeah and the same there's a joke about the same with slugs as well you have to relocate them more than 5k's oh, really? away yeah. yeah but they take ages to come back oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the mice can get back pretty quickly I think yes I release them in the same spot and then wish them well yes so I don't know we seem to how many can you catch do you get like three a night? No. So I put three traps out and then generally I'll get nothing or one mm -hmm. or possibly two. Yeah. But I sort of, because I'm getting to know them a bit now and how, how they move. Because when I sit and meditate, I just hear them. I can, mm. their, their patterns to their behavior. Yeah. And I open my eyes and I see them. And so it feels to me like older mice are not going in the traps because they've worked it mm. out. But it seems like the young mice end up in the trap. Yeah. So I'm sort of releasing them into the wild, sort of on their own kind of thing. Yeah. These little mice. Yeah. But the parent Are mice, they near other people's houses or more in the bush? Oh, uh, it's up at, it's up around sea winds, you know. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> it's I like, here's someone else's problem. Yeah. to their house. I figure release them near trees and mm. they've got to they've got a chance of surviving <laughs> yeah. and if they don't it's sort of part of a natural cycle that yeah. something else would eat them yeah yeah but yeah. once i heard an amazing podcast and i can't find it again and i don't know if it's true but these people had a sort of ceremony in mm. their house and they literally just asked the mice to move on yeah i've thought about doing that but i haven't actually done it Okay, well, I've this asked is... the rats if they want to connect with me, and they said no. <laughs> so <laughs> that's actually what the other day, <laughs> and so I thought, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah well, that'd be interesting because I kind of feel like these people did that, and they said they had amazing results, mm. and after that, they they did appear to just leave. Disappear. They sort of said thanks for coming and. We hope you find somewhere else to live. You know, being kind yeah. to them and look, this isn't the, really the best place for you. 
yeah. at the moment. That was just a one-off thing I heard, so maybe. I would. I do believe that that would would work. Chick- <laughs> a, a local chicken place, but they said get mashed potato. You know, mashed potato, um, dried powder. Do, yes. They get so get that. They love it. They eat it, and it swells in their stomach. And they said they die. And that they way. die. Yeah. yeah. But they're not being. You're not poisoning them. Mm. But you still. It's self-inflicted. You're still facilitating their death. Yes. But then at least if they get eaten by an owl or something, you're not poisoning the owl with the mice. I'm definitely being conscious of that. I feel like poison is never really the way to go. And also I think about, you know, if they decompose into the earth, that poison is then in your yard or in the soil and yeah you don't want that no, you yeah. the worms eating poison instead of mm, you'd well, rather eat your urine that you've yeah. Put, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'd choose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah oh this was this was what I wanted to say first Bef- this could have been the um, the thing to the candle oh. yeah but like before we start may this conversation be full of kindness and fun no. that was my intention I've got another question what are you working on and what would you like to promote oh, so if anything I'm constantly working on myself yeah. <laughs> and Good I would like yeah. to promote love in the world and may everybody see any challenges or things that they perceive to be negative as a positive opportunity for growth. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Off the top of my head. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And what about your businesses and your hairdressing <laughs> and your healing? Is it any are you all right for clients? You snowed uh, under or I, I have limited days that I can work. Yeah. So if anyone really wants <laughs> like I can look after them for hair or clearing. Yeah, clearing I am trying to know when I can do it because Saturdays is hair and then five days a week I have the kids and then Sundays is our family day so I make I'll, I will make time do you I think we spoke before but do you get up pretty early to start tending the animals or oh I have been yeah I used to sleep in and I would be like can't get out of bed you know and then something has happened I guess over the last few months where I read something I can't remember the quote exactly but it was something about as soon as you see the light when you wake up you get up because that's when the magic happens if you go back to bed you're not welcoming in the magic of life it's sort of like getting up in those early showers and that's that's when it all happens. Mm. Yeah, so I get up and I take Sage, our puppy, outside and I take a water outside in a nice glass and I sit on my mat and I guess I do the things for me then. So, you know, I program the water with gratitude and love or whatever I am feeling at the time and I thank the water for everything it does in the world and... I sort of it, sometimes I program it with these beautiful crystal healing cards. Sometimes I journal. 
sometimes I'll pull some tarot cards, sometimes I'll do a clearing on myself for anything that I might be feeling that isn't, that's holding me back. But that's my usual morning routine before the kids wake up. Yeah, all before breakfast. <laughs> yes. Or, yeah. Do you have yeah. breakfast? I was just about to say, I'm not a very no. good breakfast. No. I, so some mornings if like cacao wants to work with me, yeah. <laughs> I'll have a ceremonial cacao in that morning setting on my mat and that kind of keeps me going for a bit and then I get in the garden and super inspired. Mm. <laughs> oh, I struggle with breakfast. I just don't know what to eat for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm naturally I don't think I'm naturally a breakfast person. Like my body doesn't want food first thing in the morning. Whereas I don't know, I think I feel like the more I sort of step back from all of these things that we've been told throughout our lives, like you get up and you have a big breakfast and you're ready for the day. Like I'm realizing that everybody's bodies are so different and everybody's needs are so different that that isn't the same for everybody. Yeah, it's like wearing pajamas to bed. We've been sold this product, pajamas, <laughs> yeah. but do we really need them? Yeah. A few years ago, I realized that I was always buying pajamas for my kids and they would never wear them. And we just started, they would have a bath at night and then they would just put on their clothes for the next day yeah. and sleep in those. And it just made me realize, oh, we've been sold this idea of pajamas. And for some people, they love pajamas and that's great. But are they necessary? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's so many things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once you zoom out and you just, oh, this isn't what I've believed my whole life. You turn life on its head. Mm. <laughs> it makes me think of fasting. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. You, is that something you've... And I've never been into fasting. And it the, the thing that I find tricky, well... I guess now I truth test everything. I have more clarity around things. But with fasting, I've heard for a lot of people, they love it and it really works with their body. And then I've also seen something about the detrimental effects of fasting that it can have, especially on women's bodies. And so I have no conclusive thoughts on whether it's good or bad. And I haven't checked in for me whether it would be good or bad. But yeah, do you fast? Yeah. 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 Do you find it really? I love it. Yeah. yeah. It gives me so much energy. Yeah. 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 And I wonder, do you, with food, I truth test down to, you know, and I don't always follow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, body, do you want to eat this? And it will give me a strong yes or no. And so if I sometimes eat things that I know that my body doesn't really want, it basically like slows and shuts down a bit. It takes a while for me to get my energy back. I wonder if if we're always eating things in line with what our body actually wants and needs, if we wouldn't slow down, if it, if it would give us more sustained energy. Pretty sure that's been proven like lots of times mm. over. <laughs> Don't think that's anything new. <laughs> Well, I've been so excited about doing the podcast with you. Yes, <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you for thinking of me. It's quite. I found it when I read your message. I, I just laughed because I was thinking, 
I'm no expert on anything. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I wonder why Mark would want me on there. <laughs> I have little bits of information from all different places, but I'm no expert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I love you and I just oh. enjoy talking to you. So I thought that's a pretty good place to start. Oh, and vice versa. Thank you. <laughs> and I love your family. Yeah, well, your family too. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Beautiful people. I love your wife. <laughs> Thank the, you. She loves you too. Oh, she's beautiful. And she has like the best, um, well, she's an amazing baker and cook. And she has the best taste in things. Yeah. I'm always inspired mm. by different knives that she pulls out of picnics and yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> yeah there's this other thing that I feel like sometimes you know when people are jealous and they start being quite negative to somebody and they can't identify that they're actually envious of that person or they're triggered by something from that person because it's something that they would love to have but they just see it as offensive to them any anywhere where I feel oh I would like I would like that <laughs> or like inspired by somebody else's life or sorry triggered anywhere where I may feel jealousy of any kind of where somebody else is living at whether it's a spiritual or any way of being or materialistic side of things as well now I just see it all as inspiration. Like it's sort of, oh, well, you know, that's where I can aspire to be. Yeah. Such a happy way to look at it. Yeah. And more joyful. It's so much more joyful to look at yeah. things that way. I feel like it's a waste of energy to not look at it that way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the chat. Oh, so I hope it is okay. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. I, just, I got another story if you don't mind. Yeah. So last night, so I'd been up since five and it got to about 11 o'clock at night and I was oh. tired. I should have been in bed already. Yeah. And then Megan and I had a conversation. It didn't flow very well. And I started to think, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I thinking to ask to have a podcast? And I just got, I don't know, I just got down on it for yeah. a few minutes. And then I started, I thought, let me, I don't like these thoughts. Let me start eating some sugar. I didn't think that <laughs> consciously, but I need to start eating. So I started eating. They were actually really nice and brownies that, oh. well, that were in the fridge, but yeah. I ate a whole load of them and then some ice cream and stuff. And I thought, oh, I'm just <laughs> doing this because I don't want to think those mm. negative thoughts. So I'm yeah. trying to avoid them. And earlier in the day, I'd been listening to Michael Sandler podcast yeah and he's talking about inspiration from angels and he was saying one 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 is an angel's number mm. and if you've got doubts or worries or something happens or just just look out for that number as a kind of reassurance yeah so i was feeling bad and thinking oh what am i why am i doing a podcast yeah. i'm not shouldn't be doing it it's ridiculous yeah and now I've, that that didn't go well with my wife and just smashing the sugar <laughs> and then i literally looked over to the clock and it was one 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 eleven yeah. eleven so i thought okay i'll take that as a sign yeah it's good it's happening yeah. it's on 
I wonder, like, so in moments like that for myself, now I use a clearing statement. So I just say you're doubting yourself, but up until that point, you've been really positive about it. And it would go something like this. So anywhere and everywhere I've bought or sold the idea that I shouldn't do this podcast or it won't flow or insert whatever you're thinking there, I now destroy and un- and uncreate a godzillion times, good, bad, right, wrong, pod, pock, all 12 shorts, boys and beyond. And you click your fingers and it sort of creates a new synapse in your brain. It's like a spell. It sounds like a spell. Yeah, so it's, it's stopping magic, that um, synapse from deepening. Yeah. It's like a magical so, spell, it sounds like. Yeah, that one in that clearing statement comes from a thing called access bars. And the guy is pretty kooky <laughs> who founded access bars. But there are things, a couple of things like that clearing statement from them that I feel are really powerful. Mm, yeah. I love that. I use Just it for a, a lot of things. Way to approach it because. Smashing sugar's not the way to, to get... <laughs> you could just use a clearing statement, yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. I can write it down for you if you want. I'll, I'll just get it off. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. And write down, yeah. But I might use it on um, TikTok in one of my happy money spells. So, yeah, yeah so saying about growing my gardening customers oh, organically, yeah. but with my Mark Green Wizard, I like, feel like I just want to put it out there to the world yeah you want to put your mark green wizard on tiktok out there to the world yeah and and spread it that way rather than yeah with my gardening business i don't want to do that at all yeah i'm just it's a bit closer to home or personal yeah yeah i think so yeah yeah but i love the idea of just putting it out there on tiktok and seeing Mm. what happens it's like an expression creative do you expression ever, do you ever video people picking up the money no yeah i it, guess you would need permission from yeah, them yeah i've seen lots of tiktok videos that do that yeah yeah and it doesn't sit well with me because yeah. they don't know it's they're their, being yeah, filmed it's and not it's yeah it's an invade in my in my mind like if people want to do it go ahead but it's not something i want to yeah do. but i love just filming my own reaction yeah to it. yeah yeah the other day I was at the supermarket and, and I was getting some cashew milk or something and there was 20 cents sitting there on the ground and I picked it up and then I was looking for somewhere else in the supermarket to put it. It was like a game. It made me think of your happy money. And so, and I thought, you know, I, you know, you just, even though it's only 20 cents, you want it to go to someone that would need or want it. And so I just like found, I've forgotten what brand it was, but just like the cheap butter and put it down there, hoping that someone will see it and go, oh, I need that. Yeah. Yeah. That's happy money. It doesn't yeah. matter how much it is. It's yeah. not about the amount even. It's just, yeah, 20 cents, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Yoga we didn't touch on, but maybe... I do not practice yoga. I feel like at some point in my life it will come in. Mm -hmm. 
and I will embrace it, but that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yoga, tick. (laughs) Yeah, well, thanks for trusting me with this. (laughs) Thank you for trusting me. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was, we did it with kindness. Yeah. And fun. Yeah, yeah. And it was a real pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we should do it again. Yeah, I'm sure there's more to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that all of your interviews and chats run with love and kindness in Thank the same you. way. Yeah. Thank you. And fun. Yeah. Fun. Fun is underrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I think in all of them, I'll put the happy money, I'll put the happy money in someone's letterbox. Yeah, so that that's sort of... The heads up, uh, you're next. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they might not know it's them next, but I guess some will and some won't. Yeah. But that's like a nice sort of starting point for Mm. a conversation at times. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other feature will be the offer to try urine therapy <laughs> yeah so they're both about letting things flow yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well until next time thank i you. love you oh i love you too <laughs> <laughs> thank you and see you soon see you soon thanks for listening as <laughs> well listening. people out there bye bye <laughs> <laughs>